All right, that's it. Coach, Coach, sometimes it seems like you have issue with uh, with the forecaster, with meteorologists. Why is that? Will you give them a break this week? Yeah, don't have to worry about it. We're inside. They're perfect. So you've been a proponent of. Yeah, after we beat Kansas City, you know, tough Chargers are a good football team. Uh, that was a tough matchup. We're lucky to. Uh, you know, to get by them and go to Kansas City, and Kansas City obviously is a you know, great football team. Tough win out there. Yeah, really just focused on getting ready for the Rams now. Uh, those things really is that, that they, there's nothing to talk about on that right now. It's. Uh, you know, I'm sure the league will handle it however they decide is best, but right now we're just focused on the Rams. Coach, can you talk about the success of Jonathan Jones, 2016 undrafted free agent? Yeah, John's done a great job for us. He's been a big contributor on defense and on special teams. Um, he's a tough kid that, um, you know, has, has proven to be a, a strong competitor uh, in coverage uh, and in the return game and, and certainly on defense. So glad we have him. He's tough. I think it'll be about the team that plays well. That's, conditions obviously are perfect, and you know they're a great football team. We'll have to be at our best. We know that, so that's what we're shooting for. Are there some constants in your preparation? Leading into Super Bowl Sunday that you've seen emerge over the years? I mean, the, the, the uh, schedules are fairly similar, but the teams are so different. Every team's different. Certainly, the Rams have a unique way that uh, they play. They've been tremendously successful over the last two years, and certainly this year. So, um, you know, our challenge getting ready for them is different than any other team we've played. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, this is what you put all uh, all your preparation into, and you, know, you want to want to see how it's going to turn out. So there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of that before the game. Sure. Yeah, I get you. As soon as we get done, yeah, when I get done. Yeah, again, there's a lot of great things that have happened uh, through the years in this franchise and with our teams, but right now we're just focused on the on the Rams, and uh, that's a huge challenge for us, so that's where we're going to direct all our energy and our attention. Coach, how have you seen your game change over the last couple of years since you've been in the league a long time? What do you like the most about how the game has progressed and changed over time? Is it technology? What do you like yeah. the most about it? Look, whatever it is, it is. We're just going to go out there and do our best in whatever the situation is. Uh, yeah, our, uh, look, our support facilities are great. And, um, you know, certainly it's any advantage you can gain in terms of travel and preparation is always good. Fine with it. Can you talk about how successful David Andrews has been for your team? He played at Georgia, and he's been a solid, integral part of your team year in and year out. David Andrews. Uh, David is, um, yeah, you know, it all all really starts with the center uh, and the quarterback. Those are the two guys in the middle of the formation. Uh, David makes line calls. He makes adjustments and. Kind of sets the table in a lot of plays and protection. So, for a young player, he's very mature, uh, makes great decisions, and we know he's from Georgia. Phil, 
Circumstances change in the Super Bowl. I'm curious what your philosophy is on challenges. You've only had challenged three plays in your eight Super Bowls. Do you, what's your challenge philosophy like in this game? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's – I try to coach it the way I would any other game. But if I think it should be – if I think I, that would help our team and it's the right decision, then I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll make the right call. Would it surprise you to know 38% of challenges have been overturned in the regular season, but 56% in the Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't know. It's um, Look, the plays in this league are so close. The athletes are, are spectacular. Uh, it's, it's just so many plays. They're just a fraction of an inch or a split second. And those are the athletes we're dealing with. So. I think the officials really overall do a great job of, of making those judgments. They have a fraction of a second to make it, and, you know, we can see the place ten times, and sometimes it's still hard to tell. So I give them a lot of credit for what they do, and I know they're trying to do a good job, and so are we. You attended Georgia's pro day, and you took in Tony McPhil. How early on were you guys locked in on him? Yeah, that's not really what we do. We just try to evaluate all the players and make the best decisions we can for the team on draft day. Well, we got a lot of preparation in front of us, so we're just going to focus on that and get ready to go. No, not at all. No, it's a, it's a special week, it's a special moment, it's a special game, and uh, it's a great privilege to be in this game. It's a great privilege to compete in it. It's it's extra special. What do you remember about that game? Obviously, two great football families colliding as head yeah. I don't think we made five first downs in a game. We, yeah. Yeah. We, we really got handled that day. It wasn't a good day. Wade? Wade's a great defensive coach. He, he does a great job. His players are always fundamentally sound. Uh, they play with good techniques. They're alert. They're aware. Uh, they play good situational football. They're tough. I mean, I think he does a great job, and he's done it for a long time. his relationship how important that is to him um, his relationship with you what do you see in him as a head coach well I um well, I, I knew uh, I knew Sean's grandfather uh, John well and had uh, you know kind of the Ohio connection my dad and other things from, from that area and other people that coached with him so uh, you know, knowing Sean, getting to know Sean, uh, kind of, you know, through the legacy of his, of his family and so forth. I mean, I have a ton of respect for growing up in a football family and, and um, you know, choosing the profession that he uh, has chosen and doing it so well. You know, he's very impressive, um, pr very impressive job that he's done on, in multiple organizations and certainly with the Rams. Uh, as the head coach in the last two years and, you know, leading his team to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, you can't say enough about the job that, that he and his staff have done. So I have tremendous respect for him. And, um, you know, let's say, again, his family is you know, it's a great football family. But what, keep, what scares you about the Rams? What keeps you up at night, have a nightmare? Yeah, everything. They're a well-balanced team. They have they have great players, uh, great defensive players, led by Donald. And, you know, obviously they're well-coached. Um, Goff, Gurley, good offensive line, good skill players, Cooks. Uh, Hecker is, you know, is really a weapon. One of the, I would say one of the most dangerous players in the kicking game in the entire football, in the National Football League. Uh, obviously, a kicker, Sterling kicked 57-yard field goal to beat the Saints. So, 
They have great players. They're well coached. They're tough. Um, they win a lot of close games because they know how to play good situational football. I mean, they're good at everything. I said, I think you're a genius, so I think you would do just fine. You'll figure it out. Appreciate it. Thank you. He's 41 years old right now. Has his success at all surprised you? And do you guys compare notes at all? Six days. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Nick's, Nick's obviously a great coach. He's had a tremendous career. He's, he's done a fantastic job, not only at Alabama, but uh, certainly at LSU, Michigan State, and, and the two years he was at Miami. I think Nick's a great football coach. Um, I learned a lot from him. And I uh, feel very proud and fortunate to call him a friend. And, again, really somebody who's taught me a lot. Do you have a favorite Nick Saban story? <laughs> yeah. I think we'll just focus on the Rams for right now. What do you look for when you're evaluating a player like James Devlin? Well, we evaluate all the players the same. It's, you know, how well they do their job and, and the role they fulfill for our team. And uh, James has done a great job for us for, for a number of years, both offensively and in the kicking game. It's important at every position. It's certainly important at fullback. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you're blocking guys that are a lot bigger than you are, but football is about, you know, leverage and technique and, and pad levels. That's probably the number one thing in that conversation. In the way that you'd like to see it kind of make a comeback. Because I know that the Patriots use a fullback. A lot of other teams don't at all. Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm wondering if there's a college program out there where you look at the way they use their fullback. And that's interesting to you. Yeah. In all honesty, I don't get an opportunity to watch a lot of college football uh, until the spring when we start evaluating college players. Most of my football is, is NFL football because of the teams we play uh, throughout our, our season. So I, I really don't see a lot of college football. How much do special teams mean in a game like this? Uh, a game of this magnitude when two teams are pretty evenly matched. Well, this is certainly one of the best special teams units in the league. They have great players. Uh, their specialists are very good. They have a good group of core players. Uh, Coach Fossil does a does a great job with uh, his scheme, and uh, Coach McVeigh and Coach Fossil are very aggressive in the kicking game. They, they try to make plays. Um, they're not trying to get the play over with. They're trying to make a positive play, whether it's you know, big plays in the return game, block kicks, uh, fake kicks, um, coverage plays, uh, change in field position. They're good at all those things. So, uh, you know, it's a very important part of the game. And, and really, I'd say nobody does it better than the Rams. They're, they're, they have a great unit, and they have for several years. Hey, uh, I'm not looking for you to have a laugh or anything. What went through your head you watched uh, Your game plan? How do you work your game plan? What do you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in order to play a, a, a game like this? If you wanted to your game plan, the sequence of activities on Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, we, we put in a decent amount of the game plan back in Foxborough, and then as we came here, there's some things that we added and refined after we got a chance to look at things on the practice field. We made some adjustments. And we covered some new you know, situations, so it's, it's kind of an ongoing process. Is ready your game plan? Is it ready? No, we're still working on. No, we're still working on. I mean, a lot of it's ready, but we're still fine tuning. I'll start you off. One, two, three. but just the being back here in this moment again, I'm sure it doesn't get old for you. No, it's it's a special uh, it's a, it's a special opportunity. It's a privilege to be part of this game, uh, to represent the American Football Conference in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it's the ultimate competition, uh, and so it's it's a thrill to be here. It's an honor to be here, um, but it's very competitive, and we're going up against a great team. So it's a great challenge. Uh, so I embrace all that. Uh, Super Bowl this year, do you think you'll walk away from the game? How you feel healthy? Do you still enjoy the game? If what? Yeah, right now we're just worried about getting ready to play and coach the best that we can. Deal with everything else later. Sunday, are you going to be 
Yeah, I'll see what the weather is. I mean, I think everything's really pretty impressive. Um, he makes good decisions. He handles a lot of things at the line of scrimmage for the team. Uh, he's very accurate on the deep ball. They hit a lot of big plays. Uh, he's very good at play action. Uh, he does a good job utilizing his second and third receivers on check downs and outlets. Uh, he moves out of the pocket well on bootlegs and rollouts. He, you know, and they score a lot of points, and it all goes through the quarterback. So he, he does a lot of things well. He's a good player. Anything specific you've noticed about the relationship between uh, Goff and uh, McVay that you think makes this uh, relationship so successful for them? Yeah, I, I think you'd have to ask them about that. Um, Obviously, Coach McVay's done a great job with his football team, and Coach and Jared Goff has done a great job playing quarterback for McVay. Uh, the relationship and all that, I'm not really sure. Billy Alamey has had a great season so far. What's been your thoughts on him on his season this far? Yeah, Julian's been a, had a great year for us. He's a he's a tough competitor. Um, he's very physically, and mentally tough. Right, I put him up at the top of the guys that uh, we've had. Uh, here in that category, uh, he plays. Uh, you'd say he usually plays the best football in big games when you need it the most. So, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to have him uh, in the, the, all the different roles that he does for us: his receiving, his blocking, his uh, plays in the punt return game, um, and you know, a lot. Of, he does a lot of unselfish things for our football team. Gives us a lot of toughness and, and big plays in critical situations. Yeah, well, Rob's a good football player. I mean, a lot of the same things as Julian. He's tough. He's He makes big plays in critical situations. He's very unselfish. He's done a great job blocking for us. Um, he's obviously made a lot of big plays in the passing game like he did last week against Kansas City. You know, Rob will do whatever you ask him to do, and, and he tries to help the team in any way he can. So I totally respect that. Coach, do you remember an assistant who worked with your dad at Navy and then went to EVA with George Welsh, Hart, Marcos? Yeah, sure do. Art and Nancy, I know his wife well too. You I've had a long relationship with Art. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about talked about said you two talked about ten minutes and you gave him some pointers and sent him a, a film. You well, him that? and my dad uh, were very close friends, and and uh, Art and Nancy were very close with uh, my mom and dad, and our families are close, so. I've had a good relationship with him for a long time. Network of assistant coaches that he could call on, or he could get other, get in touch with coaches who needed help along the way. Is that part of your dad's way of working out things? That yeah, probably was. He was in it a long time, so I'm sure he made a lot of connections. And um, you know, when you scout the opposing team on the road, you're always meeting uh, coaches from the other team and other coaches that are scouting either. You know, scouting the, the, the team that not the one he's scouting. So, you know, you get a lot of meet, meet, meet a lot of people that way. He was, um, you know, very appreciative of that opportunity, maintained a lot of those relationships. Coach, when's the last time you laughed? Last time you laughed, Coach. Okay, the 2,000 members of the media here for opening night. Hey, Coach, I don't want to be a dead horse, but Art said he remembered that you and he weren't great friends or anything. But he remembered you would be home from prep school during the holidays, and he would walk in the office, and you and your dad would be in his office breaking down film, and your dad would sort of teach you how to watch films. Do you recall that? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, yep. We did a lot of that. Yeah, we had a very close relationship. And I loved to go to work with my dad, even when I was working somewhere else. How much did that help you get started in football or understand? Help. It, it meant, meant a lot. Probably meant everything. Preparation or Super Bowl routine change from your first Super Bowl to this one? Yeah, again, the schedule is pretty much the same. Uh, I mean, that, that Super Bowl was a one week Super Bowl. Uh, most of them have been two weeks, but each 
each game's different, each situation's different, so the preparation's different because the, your team's different, the team you're playing's different. But the schedules are fairly consistent. you feel if four of the seven refs on the, on Sunday from LA like at the Saints game? Yeah, I'm just going to worry about what I have to do and what our team has to do and I'll let everybody else worry about what they have to do. Yeah, everything. They have so many good players and they have such a good scheme. Um, you know, they have great pressure from the edge. They have great pressure inside. They're, they cover well. Uh, you know, they played a run, you know, great in the last month of the season. They played it great against the, the Saints last week and against the Cowboys the week before. Um, and those are two good football teams. So I think everything's going to be a problem. We're just going to have to go out there and, you know, execute things as well as we can to try to to try to put a dent on them. But it's, it's not easy. Great, we love being here. We got a lot of guys from this area. We have a lot of, a lot of connections to Atlanta, and I know a lot of guys are excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. It's great, great city, great place. They've been very hospitable. Coach, great segue. Ninth time you've been here to the big one. Nine times. Is it true that every time you check into a city's hotel, you check in under the alias Samuel Adams? Yeah, that's not true. And if it is true, just stare at me like I'm crazy. About what? The league integrity was questioned after the NFL after the Saints in. What yeah, are your confidence no. in the integrity? I don't have. I, don't put me in that category. Yeah, everything. Um, you know, Coach McVay and his staff do a great job schematically. They have great players. The offensive line is very experienced. They've played together the entire year. They have very good skilled players. Obviously, Gurley's a, a great player. Um, you know, Goff is, is a good passer on short, intermediate, and deep routes. Uh, they challenge you all the way across the field. So they're, they're very good at everything. That's why they're hard to stop. If it was just one thing, you might be able to, you know, gear up for that. But they, they run it. They throw it. They make big plays. They can move the ball, uh, you know, down the field and on uh, long drives. So they do everything well. Let's look at him in a second. Did you hear Goff remind you of young Tom Brady at all? I don't know. They're both pretty good. You did. You felt do you feel no, that no, you don't no, have no, to be no, as strict with your players this time since you've been you've been to, you've been here a, a few times before? Do you feel like you, you don't have to be as strict with your players since they sort of know what they're doing on the stage? Yeah, every year is different. Every team's different. Every situation's different. So we treat them all uh, that way. You know, the, the, we, what we do this year is different than what we did against other teams at other times. So we'll just try to do what we feel like's best now. What has surprised you most about this team, about this year's team? Uh, not much. Uh, this team is, they're pretty consistent. They work hard every day. They try to get better. Football's important to them, so they're pretty consistent. It's not an up and down group. Relatively small assistant coaching staff compared to other teams in the league. Is there anything particularly advantageous about having a small staff made up for the most part of people who've worked with you for a number of years? I think it's more of a, a personal thing. Um, some coaches like bigger staffs. I really prefer smaller staffs. I feel like it works better for me, but there's a lot of ways to do it. And there's, I wouldn't say that there's a right way or a wrong way. I think you just have to do what you feel comfortable with, and I think that's what I feel the most comfortable with. Really excited. I was really excited. That was a great game, and it was a big win for our football team. Um, and it was 
Uh, it was breathtaking, really. It really was. And, and our team played so hard. So did the Chiefs. It was a great football team and a great effort. Some people wondered, after so many back-to-back -back Super Bowls, if fans would kind of lose some energy. But you saw that send-off. What went through your mind when you saw that? Yeah, that, I, I think we were expecting maybe you know five, 6,000 people. It must have been 35,000. Uh, it was an incredible turnout, and we're so appreciative of our fans. They, been there every week for us, but uh, that send-off was really something special. Well, he wants to keep going. You too? For how many years? Yeah, I'm focused on this game. That's what I'm going to concentrate on.
Jovelino Rogers callback. Because they're great people and, and uh, they're great people and they were great players. And I just have a lighter question for you. We're doing some like fun player trivia stuff. You have a player, Julian Edelman, who wrote a children's book. Do you know what the main character's name or what animal he is? <laughs> I gotta read that book. My, when my grandkids get old enough to read, I'm going to read them that book. I got it right there on the shelf. Repeat that. What the, what the Rams are going to throw at you? What the Rams will throw at you in this game coming up? You talk about the Rams' offense or the Rams' defense? Yeah, the Rams' offense. Yeah. What can you say about the Patriots' defense? Yeah, again, they're, the Rams are good at everything. So. The running game, the passing game, the deep passing game, the catch and run plays, uh, the quarterback movement plays, screens. Um, they're a very well balanced unit. Um, they have a great offensive line that's basically played every game together this year. So they have a lot of continuity there. Their skill players are good. Um, that's why they they are led the league in scoring last year and second in the league in scoring this year because they have good players, a good scheme. Um, and they can do a lot of different things extremely well. So you, you just can't stop one thing. They got too many other weapons. Yeah, you know, Vic's done a great job and certainly did a great job at the Bears. Uh, we had the opportunity to practice against them uh, a couple of years ago and, you know, really being able to work with Vic out on the field and, and see him work with his players and, uh, you know, develop his defense. It was obviously an early stage in training camp, but. You know, he's a, he's a good football coach. He's tough. He's got a lot of experience. I'm sure he'll do a great job. Bill, I asked you this question last year, but I'm going to ask you a year later. How would you define the Patriot way? I don't have a definition. By the way, Joe, you're able to get a sixth championship. Would you consider donating one to Charles so he'll finally get one? I mean, I love Charles Barkley. That guy is one of the most impressive people that I've ever met. Um, you know, to lead a league in rebounding at 6'4", to me, is just incredible. And, you know, his toughness, um, his playing, not just skill, but I'd say awareness and instinctiveness. Um, and he does a great job. I love to listen to his analysis. So uh, I've learned a lot from him. Charles has been a great friend. And conversations that we've had through the years have always been very enlightening to me. He knows how to compete. He knows how to win. Um, he knows, just knows how to play, whether it's whatever the sport is. Uh, so he's, I, I love Charles Barkley. If you were a football player, where would you use him? What position? Tight end. He's tough. He would block. I know he would catch the ball, and they wouldn't be able to cover him because he'd just body him up and get open. He put him on defense, too, though. He'd tackle. I don't have any doubt. I mean, it was... I, I hate to see guys like that get wasted in basketball. They'd be really good football players. What about Shaq? Where would you use him? Yeah, Shaq is probably wherever he wants. Put him wherever he wants. Quick question. Can you take an extra pop quiz on to see if you do better than Tom? Do what? Just pull out a question. It's an extra pop quiz.
No. Who is Adam Levine married to? Give me a football question, man. Coach Belichick, Mac B was sports hop out of Los Angeles. You're an outstanding football coach. You previously came up under Bill Parcells as a defensive coordinator. Let's talk about your relationship with Bill and what have you been able to take from that and utilize currently in the NFL? Uh, well, I worked with Bill for, uh, you know, a long time. And um, we worked uh, together as assistants. And then, uh, you know, I worked for him as a head coach. Um, you know, in three different organizations, the Giants, the Patriots, uh, and another organization. So um, I learned a ton from Bill. Bill uh, was very helpful to me in the development of my career and um, giving me insight into areas that as an assistant coach you don't really get to see or uh, know as much about, uh, and he was very helpful in doing that. Uh, obviously, Bill was a great defensive coach. He taught me his 3-4 uh, defense. Uh, that we used at the Giants, which fundamentally has always been, even though we've used different variations of it, the fundamentals of it have been pretty consistent through the years. And uh, Bill's been a great friend. He was a great mentor. And um, I'm proud to have coached from him and for him, and I've learned a lot from him. Your leadership skills exemplify the football team, the Patriots. Talk about your leadership in New England and what the obstacles that you've had to overcome in your career as a head coach. Yeah, well, not too many. Um, we've had we've had a lot of great players. We had great support from the organization, and uh, you know, look, in the end, you win games with good players. We've had a lot of great players, and, and they've gone out there and won a lot of games. And it's a credit to their preparation, their physical, mental toughness, uh, obviously, and their playing skill that that that's happened. Coach, when you realize this, but you have participated in over 22 percent of Super Bowls all time as an assistant or a head coach. How does yeah. that feel? Well, it's, it's obviously, a, this is what you do it for. It's a great honor. Uh, but uh, to be honest with you, though, again, none of those things really matter very much this week. The only thing that matters is getting ready to play, compete against the Rams. And I want to do a good job for our team this, this Sunday night. And I know our team wants to compete well against the Rams. They're a tough opponent, obviously. So we're going to do the best we can to, to put our best game out there Sunday night. That's what it's really about. Coach, when you hear, when you hear that Tom Brady says he wants to play, until he's 45. What's your reaction to that? You know, Tom works hard and trains hard. He probably will. You think he can be effective going that going uh, that? Well, we'll see. But, I mean, he'll work hard at it. I don't have any doubt about that. Hey, Coach Bill, I make, I make you a present. Look, I know you don't like a sleeve, so this is for you. But I know it's cold. Look. That, that, that's... That's me in the back, in the, yeah. So, so you, you always can remember me. You you got the sleeves cut off. Yeah, because I know you don't like sleeves. That's you why. You got it, man. Uh, I, you don't like to sign it this year? No, that's for him. I made it for him, so he can always remember me. Okay. Guillermo. Well, you can. You, you will never forget me. No, yeah. I never will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wear that someday too. I you, promise you. You promise? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna wear that someday. All right. On Sunday. And then you put it on. I'll send you a picture of it on Snapface. You can put it out there. So it'd be great. All right. Thank you, Coach. You Use got it. Best. Good luck on Sunday. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, it's the it's the competition of the team you're competing against. That's what's hard. And whoever you play at this time of year, whether it's the Broncos in '86 or you know, the Rams this year. It's those teams are they're all good, so you have to be at your best. Yeah, everything. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I've answered that question eight times. Less than zero. How do you approach a team like that then? If they're like. Well, you just can't stop one thing. You have to play good team defense. You have to uh, – everybody across the board has to do a good job. I mean, you can't – if you don't do one thing, well, they're going to take advantage of it, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams. So you've got to be sound, and we're going to have to play a, a good football game in every area on all levels for 60 minutes. That's what it's going to take. 
sorry. What makes you happy on Sundays, on football Sundays? What makes you happy? Yeah, well, if we play in coach ball, I'll be happy. Oh, well, I, we all know Georgia is one of the top um, most talented areas for football players, starting with their great high school programs and, and their college programs. So uh, Georgia high school football has opportunities to speak at the Georgia high school um, and at the Georgia coaching clinic, which was you know predominantly the Georgia high schools. I mean, you can see the enthusiasm and uh, passion for football in this state. And obviously there's a lot of great football players that follow that. So um, there's always good players down here. I love to come to Georgia and you know I love to you know, love to, to visit the schools here because the kids are so passionate about football. Well Sue's a you know he's a great player. We competed against him in Miami for a number of years as well as Detroit prior to that. He's big, strong, fast, and, and very smart. He's a he's a, a guy that's hard to fool on uh, screens and draws and misdirection plays and things like that. He reads them very quickly, uh, but he's also a very physical player that can rush the pass or stop the run, and, and he runs well. He pursues well. Um, he's had some very very good plays against us in pursuit on screens and things like that. And you just can't. You just got to finish your blocks on him. He's not out of any place. Very talented player. Well, When it comes to his game, what are, what are you looking at when you look at Goff's game? He's very versatile. Right. Well, again, you know, Jared Goff just does an excellent job with everything. He does it. He's very good on the deep ball, play action, intermediate passes, catch and run plays. He's got enough quickness to be elusive in the pocket. Uh, very good on the hard count. I mean, he's just he's a good quarterback. He does everything well. Jack's been a good friend, uh, you know, for a long time. He does a number of different things for the organization, but Jack's very unselfish, um, and he's committed to doing what's best for each individual player and for the team. And uh, I, I totally 100% respect and appreciate all that he does for, for our football team. He's very unselfish. Coach Joe Corallo, WSBU. 32 years ago, you coached in your first Super Bowl as a member of the Giants staff. A lot's changed in football since then. What do you still take with you from your first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 21? Well, that was a great that was a great day for our team and our organization. That was a very good football team. Um, it's interesting that you know that was a game that really, I would say, didn't come down to the final play or the final possession. Uh, pretty much all the rest of them have. So. Um, this is such a competitive game. Uh, that's what we're expecting on Sundays. Uh, you know, a game that'll come right down to the final play or final possession, like like most all of them do. Uh, but that was a great great experience uh, for me in Pasadena to be able to win the first my first one as a defensive coordinator uh, against a great Denver Bronco team led by John Elway. And coach, is it safe to say that Aaron Donald is similar to today's game as Lawrence Taylor was back then? Uh, Lawrence Donald, um, uh, Aaron Donald's a great football player. Uh, I wouldn't put anybody ahead of Lawrence Taylor. Um, I just wouldn't. Lawrence did it all and, and did it all for 13 years. Um, and he dominated. He dominated games similar to the way Donald does. But I, I can't put anybody ahead of Taylor. Taylor's the best I've ever seen. Certainly the best I've ever coached. Um, and I just wouldn't put anybody ahead of him. Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Hey, Coach. What's up, Bob? There is um, a lot of burnout among coaches in this game over the years. Is there something in your personality that makes it easier for you to kind of just deal with football and, and, and not getting consumed by it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm a coach. I deal with, with 
what coaches deal with. That's I'm comfortable with that. So it's so what I do. Like you do what you do. Sure there's burnout in your business too, Bob. There is. You do what you do, so I don't know. What do you think of all the questions, like the late night questions, late night joke questions, the ring toss? Obviously, it happens every year, but what do you what do you think when you get those questions? To the ring toss? Uh, just go to the next question. Yeah, just go on to the next question. No, just put up with it. It's just part of the deal. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It's media day or media night or whatever this is called. Yeah. Hey, coach. Yeah. There's zero chance of you not coming back next year, something like that. No, somebody asked if I was going to be a, get a instant face account or something, and I said there was less than zero chance, and there is. Instant face. Whatever it is, okay. yeah, um, and none of them. I won't be on any of them. You can forget about that. How about, how about the, the idea of coming back next year? Is there? Yeah, right now my focus is on the Rams, getting ready for the Rams. That's all it is. I don't really care about anything else right now. Coach, can you talk about Brian Flores and the speculation of him going to Miami? What kind of coach he's been for you? Uh, Brian has been with our organization for a long time in a lot of different roles, scouting um, many different aspects of our coaching staff. He's done a great job for me. Um, I'm not going to speculate on any future, but he, he's done a great job for uh, for me and our organization. Um, and he has the respect of everybody in our, on our team and in our organization and on our coaching staff. Thank, Thank you so much. Coach, going question. back to your first year for ball against the Rams, you were tied with about a minute 20 left. Even John Madden was saying play for overtime, but shouldn't go for it. How do you think deciding to go for that with a young quarterback helped shape the identity of this franchise going forward? Yeah, I mean, again, we've talked about that, that game a million times. Uh, it was a great game, but honestly, the one we're focused on is this one. Bill, you said that you don't care if you run 50 times to win, pass 50 times to win, whatever it takes. That flexibility, did you learn that from a coach early on, or is that something you had to develop? yourself after seeing so many inflexible coaches lose? Uh, if I learned it from anybody, I probably learned it from Wayne Harden, former Navy coach and Temple coach. Hey, coach. What are some of the challenges or difficulties of being a dad while being such a one of the greatest coaches of all time? Well, I think we all know parenting has its challenges, but um, I love my kids and, and they're great kids and I'm proud of them. So. change it a lot it's you know you, you have a commitment to somebody else what kind of advice would you give to other young dads that are playing in the NFL right now uh, I don't know probably took me another 15 years to win as many games as he's already won so uh, look again uh, you know Sean comes from a football family he's very passionate about football I mean I've talked to him multiple times and and uh, I have a lot of respect for Sean uh, I think he does things the right way I think he's a, got a great football mind and he's, he's been around football his entire life uh, which I was fortunate to do as well so you know other than this week, I, I wish him well, but you know, looking forward to competing against him on Sunday. And again, I had a great relationship with his grandfather, uh, with John, and have a ton of respect for, for what he did for the game. Frank Gass, stand-up comedian. And last year, I pulled off the greatest feat of my comedy career. With a little bit of help from Paul Corzelius, the manager of Bon Jovi, he gave me some advice how to make you smile and make you laugh. And I made you laugh last year. I'm smiling here. I smile like 20 times. And I, but I, to make you laugh, I thought was a, a great feat. And I know that the tough thing is there's a lot of questions that, that aren't during press day today. Is there one question you could say is the dumbest question besides this one, the dumbest question you've been asked today? No, they're all good questions. They're all great <laughs> questions. And one more question. I am seriously out of shape. What can I do to look like Tom Brady in a month? Yeah, I don't know. I would send you to our strength conditioning staff. Let them handle that. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, you Coach. Bill, right, thank Bill, you. Did you remember the first time you coached against the Wade Phillips defense? 
Well, I've coached against a lot of them. Um, and it's been tough every time. I'll tell you that. It's been tough every time. What influence did coaching special teams have on your career and the way you view the game? Uh, a lot. I think um, I've said this before, but I think being a special teams coach is the best training I ever had to begin a head coach. Um, certainly being a coordinator is, is a great experience, but when you're the special teams coach, you, you work with every player on the team, probably with the exception of the quarterbacks. Uh, and there's definitely a, there's a lot of there are a lot of differences between working with different groups, uh, the athletes, the mentality, the uh, just kind of how they see things and, and what you ask them to do. Uh, but as a as a special teams coach, you, you're literally working with every single guy in some aspect or another, and that those relationships and understanding how to deal with different positions and different types of players. Uh, and again, all players at different levels, young players, developing players, player. older players, players whose primary role was the kicking game, players whose secondary role was the kicking game. If you put all that together, uh, those are tremendous experiences and I'll always be grateful for the opportunities that I was given to do that by Coach Marchabroda, by uh, Coach Rosano. Uh, but especially by Coach Perkins at the New York Giants. You know, Ray Perkins gave me an opportunity to do that with the Giants, and that was a, a tremendous, tremendous learning experience. Um, in addition, you learn all of the situational aspects of football that as an offensive or defensive coach, there are just so many in the kicking game. Not that there aren't a lot of offense and defense there are, but as an offensive or defensive coach, you kind of learn those and you see the other side of it. The kicking game is different, and that when you incorporate that in, it, it helps your training as a head coach because now you're involved in all three. Are there things in Sean McVay's offense that remind you of the 49ers and Walsh? Come about the Bill Walsh 49ers? Yeah. I mean, they, look, they run a lot of seven and eight man protections and deep play actions. I never saw Bill Walsh run those. Uh, I mean, he, he ran some of them, but it was very infrequent. Um, the, I would say the Rams do a, do a great job of attacking the deep part of the field, the intermediate part of the field, and the short part of the field. They do a great job of attacking sideline, so the middle to sideline, and they run the ball in all those areas. So. I would say that not that the old 49ers offenses didn't do that. I would say the, that Sean's offense just does it in a different way. And play action, the number of deep play action passes they call in any given game is probably, is definitely more than any other team we've played. What do you remember about Country Day Lacrosse and Gene Riley, I guess, too? Um, that was a great experience for me. I coached down there for um, a couple of years. It was in the spring, so after you know, I get done with working on weekends and stuff, um, would do that. Coach Riley was there. Kevin Spencer uh, was also there, and so it was fun to continue to be involved in the sport of lacrosse um, in a different community, you know, outside of Maryland or uh, Connecticut, where I played. Uh, and then I got to do that in Denver too, and I played for the Denver Lacrosse Club for a year when I was with the Broncos. So. At that time, the sport was, it's obviously grown a lot since then, but it was growing into those areas, and it was fun to be part of, um, you know, those areas outside of kind of the traditional ones developing in that sport. I mean, I just appreciate the opportunity he gave me to work with him, and, um, you know, I mean, it was it was it was it was fun. It was a good experience, and I enjoyed my relationship with the kids. like Aaron Donald from the interior be able to affect the game the way he has, sort of down in, down out. He's a phenomenal player. He's got great quickness and strength, and he's very smart and instinctive. So 
when you put all those together, he's he's hard, if not impossible, to block. Um, he makes a lot of disruptive plays, or you have to commit so much to him that it it opens up a lot of things for everybody else. So uh, he's a great player. What makes Todd Gurley effective in all the ways they use him? Everything. I mean, big, fast, uh, really good vision. He does a lot, really good job of, I mean, he can run inside between the tackles where it's thick and there's not much space. Um, he does a good job of getting to the outside, stretching the defense, cutting, getting vertical, hard guy to tackle, um, breakaway speed. I mean, he's a tremendous player. He's one of the best players in the league. No question about it in my mind. You got to have team defense. You got no, no one guy's going to stop him. You got to play good team defense. Today's players need a little bit more positive reinforcement than, say, a generation ago that, that you need to be mindful of. Kind of pat them on the back more than other points of your career. Uh, if, if they do, probably the New England Patriots is not the place for them. It, look, I think it's just about being honest. I don't think you tell somebody they did a good job when they didn't do a good job. I think if they do a good job, you tell them they did a good job. If they didn't do a good job, I think you tell them, here's what you need to do better. I don't believe in lying to a player. I don't believe in giving them false praise. And I don't believe in giving them undue criticism. But I believe in being honest. So whatever that is, it is. Um, my standards or values might be different than yours or the next person's. I don't know about that. But all I can do is is be honest with the player and that's what i try to do i just try to be honest with them i'm not going to tell them it's good if i don't think it was good that you uh that you learned back in like the early 80s coaching teams with the giants that comes up today is there stuff that you learned when you were the special teams coach that comes up today as far as like strategy? oh yeah absolutely yeah every yeah i can relate all the fundamentals I mean, fundamentals are fundamentals. You can't change those. I mean, yeah. Well, again, a lot of strategy depends on the players. So, what your players can do affects what strategy, you know, what your kicker can do, or what your punter can do, or what your returner can do, or you know, other players that are in coverage. Um, if they're physical players, if they're quick avoiding type players, I mean. So, you know, you use your first personnel to the best advantage that you possibly can. But yeah, the fundamentals are the fundamentals. There have been some rule changes in terms of blocking kicks and returning punts and, or kickoffs and covering kickoffs and so forth in terms of alignment and all that. But blocking a player or taking on a block or playing with leverage, I mean, those are all fundamentals. I don't, I don't think you can change those. What do you seem to like about players from University of Georgia? The last few years, you've added quite a few to your organization. Well, I mean, I, look, I like good football players. I like players that are tough and competitive and smart and like to play football. And there's a lot of that at Georgia. Yeah, I think Kirby, yes, I think Kirby's program uh, is an excellent program to prepare players for the National Football League. Um, the way they practice, the way they prepare, um, and hold each other accountable and, and so forth is, is certainly a, a similar and, and consistent with what we try to do. It's different, but it's... It's consistent with that. Uh, you know, Coach Saban does that at Alabama. Uh, Coach Ferentz does that at Alabama. I know those guys personally. I don't take anything away from any other coaches, but I know those coaches, and I know what they do in their programs. And, uh, yeah, they certainly go into that category. Coach Muschamp uh, uh, Mus at, at South Carolina. I mean, you can put all those guys in that category. That's the age-old question. How much does he compare to Nick personality-wise, coaching style? Uh, well, I've never worked with Kirby, so it'd be hard for me to answer that question. Um, but he's a great football coach. He's done a tremendous job at Georgia, and you know I have a ton of respect for him and his program. A book that came out at IU a few months ago. I'm curious if you read it, and is it a strange feeling to know someone wrote a book about your life? Uh, I haven't read it, and there's been a couple books that I've been referenced in or whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I read Mike Lombardi's book, um, and I, I respect what Mike does and, and his opinions. Um, I think Mike's a very good football mind and person, um, and his analytics of 
things that he's experienced in his career, I think shows a lot of insight. Uh, the other ones, I I don't even know what they are, and I haven't, no, I haven't read them. I don't really care to read them. Mr. Belichick, speaking on strategy and personnel, how do you plan on using James White and Sonny Michelle in the running and passing game? I can't give away any game plan stuff. One more we'll, question. We'll use them the best we can. What did the wide receiver tell the football? What did the wide receiver tell the football? I'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one to handle. I love it. <laughs>